My mother was born Daphne May Hunt. She was born on a small island in the Maidenhead River, just about 20 miles out of London. When she was 11, she took the school exams. She got the highest score in her entire school, but she was a girl, and her mother was very uncomfortable with her going to school, so she ended up going to secretarial school. My name is Chris Abani. I'm a novelist, a poet. I was born in uh, Afikbo in southeastern Nigeria. My father, who was the first graduate from this small town, got a scholarship to go to the University of Cork in Ireland. He was the first black man in town. He went from there to Oxford and met my mother. She was working as the secretary of the geography department. They became inseparable. So I can imagine him being completely entranced by this small white woman who had such a big, big spirit. They got married in 57 in Nigeria and she lived there for 30 years of her life. And so here's my mother. They were living in a very rural part of eastern Nigeria. He was a principal of a mission school. One of the conditions of getting married to my father was that my mother convert to Catholicism. She was Church of England, but he was very Catholic. She really took her Catholicism very seriously. Now here is Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Peace be to you. The subject about to be discussed is birth control. The words are not very proper. At the time, there was this big push for birth control within the local governments. On average, you know, women in rural Nigeria were having eight, nine children. And the Catholic Church could not support condoms. But the church wanted to be seen as a leader. So the Billings Ovulation Method was what they decided to teach rural women. Billings Ovulation Method, you closely follow your monthly cycles, so you know when you're most fertile and when you're not, and when not to have sex. My mother became certified as a Billings Ovulation teacher, and her job was to go and teach this to women. It's a very complicated thing to teach. Part of the problem was that her Igbo wasn't good enough to discuss people's uterus. She needed an interpreter, and my mother decided to ask me to interpret for her. I was eight years old. So we would set off, the two of us, and I would have a backpack. She had all these pictures and charts, because so not everyone was literate. And then we would go door to door. Everything starts with a greeting. Onubiko. Good afternoon, mothers. You greeted a woman who had children in the plural. Unu, meaning all of you. It will be followed by an apology for me because I was about to discuss something sacred, taboo. I'm greeting you and saying that what I'm about to tell you could be offensive because I'm about to break taboo. But this is what my mother wants me to tell you. What my mother's bringing to you, she says, is a thing of glory, ibube. Ihoma, a thing of goodness. Ihugo, a thing of independence. And I hope you can listen. If you don't want to hear this, just say, and I will tell her, and we will leave. My mother said I should ask you if you are on your holy period. Then she would want to know the flow. I didn't even know if women had language for this. So I'd have to approximate all of these with natural phenomenon that I understood. For a heavy flow, onaswaso, is it like a waterfall? For medium flow, I'd have to say, is it flowing like a river? Is it a brook? 
And these women would never discuss this with their husbands. <laughs> and here's this eight-year-old boy who they happen to ask questions in Igbo for me to ask in English. But it, it worked. She didn't think twice about it because this is what women needed. And if the Catholic Church was going to ban condoms, she was determined that they would find this birth control information somehow. She and I used to sit on the porch drinking tea, eating cucumber sandwiches and listening to Glenn Miller and knitting. She chose to teach me to knit, to sew, to iron, to cook. She didn't think that anything she did was strange or important or groundbreaking or risky. She just, she just do it. My mother would always say, you know, every good man needs a little bit of woman in them. 